Bob? Bob, what is Bob? happening? Bob, what kind of music do you listen to Bob, in your off time? Bob, do you have a date? Jeez. <laughs> Are you serious? No, no. Damn ESPN autoplay ads. Are you looking for dates in war-torn Ukraine? I don't <laughs> Oh my God! We gotta it's lean the, into it. It's the unrestricted Vex, the Bulldog, Richie Carnahan, and our man Bob producing us today. Man, what a wild week! And it's good to be a Texan this week, isn't it? It's pretty good. To it's be a damn Texan. good. Yes. Cowboys win. Longhorns win with like two thumbs up, like seven exclamation points behind it. Uh, the Spurs actually won a game. I know it's a preseason game, but they did actually win. And then the Astros last night in walk-off fashion. Yeah. Holy shit. I hope everybody was watching that. It was it f- like 345, so only Probably people not many. that don't have jobs were watching it. <laughs> but if, 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 hey, man, hate the game, not the player. Uh, it was <laughs> totally awesome. And look, for the Astros to come back with that kind of clutch hitting, which is sort of what they've been known for over the last five years. They get the big hits in the big spots. They're like the the Red Sox of 10 years ago. If there's a big hit in a big spot, they're going to get it. And they got it from Bergman, and then later they get it from Alvarez um, with a walk-off home run in the ninth. Totally sweet. And I'm sorry, but you can kiss the Mariners' ass goodbye. Yeah, that was their chance. It was. And they're just demoralized. And They got four innings out of Verlander, right? Four innings out was- of Mr. Kate Upton. And he and he was he was off. He was off. So I think that's the worst they're gonna play. That's right. Now and you, it's and like, hey, MLB, get ready. And it was zero for four from Altuve as well. Like yeah. you're probably not gonna see a whole lot of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to this Astros run. I think they're poised to do it again. Uh, I was there for the World Series a few years ago. I can't wait to go back this year. I'm very excited for them. Sidebar: Best atmosphere of big game any sport. World Cup. Wait, when did you go to the World Cup? I've been to a couple World Cups. You are an international man of Yeah, my brother's been to like five. He he loves yeah. the sweet, sweet game. Uh, look, there's nothing cooler than a World Cup soccer game. I've been to the Super Bowl, been to the World Series, been to the NBA Finals, um, been to the Stanley Cup playoffs, not the finals. Uh, that was pretty cool, too, but no, have, it's the World Cup. Have you been to uh, Nathan's famous Coney Island? I have I not. I have not. I have not. Well, you should put that on. So that's a big deal. I'll leave it on the list. So the Cowboys get what you have to call their biggest win of the season, right? Beating the Rams and really in convincing fashion. I don't know what you guys took away from the game, but for me, it's one thing and one thing only, and that is game plan. All of a sudden, the Cowboys have figured out that you don't have to chuck the fucking thing 40 times a game to win. And I swear it's been 10 years of this watching the Cowboys all the way back to Tony Romo. Like, run the damn thing. It doesn't even matter if you get the big yardage out of your running backs. I mean, I think coming into the game, the combination of Pollard and and Zeke was 2.7 yards per carry. That's miserable. But they pulled it off on Sunday, and they got the big run from Tony Pollard, and and they get the big win. Yeah, it it was almost like their offensive coaching staff found the clue in the vending machine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's another thing. I don't want to annoy because I think it would be a huge mistake. People are like we're going to give McCarthy. He he's got nods for coach of the year. Um, bullshit. Early for that. <laughs> well, because he'll call timeout when he doesn't have timeouts. A la Chris Webber. Who told you do that? S- no, no. I'm Who just, is calling for that? Because get him, just, get him one. Just, tell him to call him. Just turn and on. Get some of that premature lotion or whatever. Because oh that is early yeah. for that. Okay, yeah. he'll fuck it up. But here's some good stats. So, they ran for 163. They did. 
Pollard ran for a buck. Zeke, 63. Pollard's averaging 5.6 yards in attempt. Zeke, 3.8. Yep. So then you've got the guys that are saying, hey, give the ball to Pollard more. And Calvin, is Calvin Pete, I think, the running back coach? Is he? Okay. Or was Calvin Pete a black golf player? Calvin Pete was a, was a black golfer. You're right. Okay, then it's somebody Pete. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. Cal- yeah, no, not Calvin Pete. It's Uncle Pete. Skip. Skip, Skip Pete. I Skip Pete. W- Calvin w- Pete, dead. Wicked God rest close. So Skip skips this like, he's like, look, we got a sledgehammer and we got a sword. We're yeah. going to soften you up with a sled- sledgehammer and we're going to slash you with a sword. I love it. So did he actually say that or you? That's, that's a quote, brother. Oh, that is good. Yeah. I dig that. His, I his, dig his that. His uncle Calvin yeah. probably <laughs> gave him some of that. Okay, and just guess. This is funny because Bob didn't know this. Guess how much Crush passed for. I know exactly that he was 10 of 16, but were the total yards 112? Is Am I in the neighborhood there? 103. Yeah, I knew I was close. And by the way, he did have a an egregious... Cool. Who's got the jams going? That is not my phone. It's not my phone either. Um, Bob? Bob, what is Bob, happening? Bob, what kind of music do you listen to Bob, in your you, off time? Bob, do you no, have a date? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? No, no. Damn ESPN autoplay ads. Are you looking for dates uh, in war-torn Ukraine? I don't <laughs> Please, Bob, that was great, man. It sounds like you're in Mykonos. He's like, he's like, it's eleven o'clock in insert third world country where Bob's looking for a girlfriend. <laughs> so crush, crush, crush goes ten of sixteen. He had a drop in there on what I thought was a pretty good pass, a really good pass actually. CD's got, he's got crucial a crucial drop. He does, and that's gonna hurt them in I, big games. I read this morning. Coach Mike McCarthy is leaning towards Cooper Rush for this weekend to give Dak some extra time. I think that's a great idea. I think that is more of what we said last week, which is, you know, Dak, we're doing just fine. Why don't you take another week to heal? Take your time. Go Um, sell a Tempur-Pedic mattress. I thought Cooper Rush threw very few passes that had any chance of being picked. I thought that the passes that he threw incomplete were thrown incomplete, like halfway on purpose. Um, and there was a drop in there, and I think he did exactly what the game plan called for. I I don't think you go away from If Dak told me he was 110%, I don't think you go away from him. Well, when your defense scores and your special team score in the first three minutes of the game, at that point, you can really work your game plan. Isn't that the truth? Because if someone's going to spot you 14, run it, run it, run it, run it. Chances of that happening against the Eagles this Can upcoming it? week, not so great. By the way, Cowboys, five-and-a-half-point dogs uh, as we head towards um, Richie the Macho Man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that line. That's kind of a weird one. Obviously, Vegas not giving the Cowboys um, well, a whole lot of credit. Cowboys were five-and-a-half-point dogs against the Rams also. They sure were. Good call. Um, love the win for the Cowboys, but I don't love any win for any Texas team from this past week as much as I love what the Longhorns did to Mobile Homo. Well, yours is different. Why? He can throw any pass. Yeah. He could, it, and it just looks effortless. He can zip it. Yeah. And, you know, with the first game, whatever, we played the Raging Cajuns or what, 
and he threw a couple picks. But he's also different because he's got the goldfish mentality. <clears throat> goldfish have a three-second memory. That dude. You must have a lot of goldfish friends. How the hell do you know that? He that, watches Ted Lasso. Yep. It's oh, a, okay. Ted Lasso reference. <laughs> well, actually, um, I really do like fish. Uh. <laughs> I was really wondering how much goldfish research you did for today's show. I, I, I packed them in, in my kids' lunch. So, Quick aside from Ted Lasso, are y'all watching Welcome to Wrexham? Yes. Awesome. Really Great show good. if nobody's watching that. Really good. Story of Ryan Reynolds and... Um, Rob McElhenney mm-hmm. from uh, Always uh, Sunny. Philadelphia, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, bought a small fifth division team in Wales, and it's the story of them trying to make that a, 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 a an actual football outlet. It's really cool, soccer outlet, I suppose. Uh, it's really cool. It's a great show. So, why is OU so far down, and how come Texas looked so far up? Because they haven't looked that good, except for one week. Um, you but know. what 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 was happening that week? They had the mullet. Oh, I guess that's right. They had yeah, they had their guy. Kentucky Waterfall <laughs> throwing darts. Is that the best nickname for the mullet? The Kentucky Waterfall? It's pretty good. Or is it business up front, party in the rear? I mean, he just looks like he needs a shower more than anyone Isn't that in Austin. The truth? Isn't that? And there's, there's, there's a lot there's of people competition that need a for shower that. in Austin. <laughs> Let me tell you, I saw some Texas fans who I, I've, I've seen some happy Texas fans before. I have rarely seen Texas fans as happy as 49 zip over the Sooners. Yeah. And I, but again, fool's gold. It is kind of. Let's play somebody. <laughs> and you're looking at a year when, when TCU's undefeated, Kansas was undefeated. Those are going to be your big games. Yeah. That's what I it just, boils down to. I feel to. bad for the Big 12 is what I feel bad oh, for. Oh, don't we all? I mean, it's it's just, it's like a lame duck league. It's just crap. I know. Kind of sucks. You get let, Nebraska leaves you and you're like, oh, come on. And and here we go. I mean, you know, good luck, Texas. Good luck, OU. The SEC is waiting. Right. Like oh. the shitty schools are excited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Vanderbilt's got a chance. Kentucky's <laughs> like, aha, you're my bitch now. <laughs> Uh, did y'all by any chance waste a minute of your life watching a Spurs preseason game last night? Negative. I did for the first time. All right. Get into it. You want me to? Yeah. Do you want the good, the bad, or the ugly? Let's start positive. Okay. The good is Kelvin Johnson looks really good. He looks like he's taken a leap. He was really good for the Spurs last night. Getting to the rim, hitting open threes. Defensively, he looked good. Um, and the Spurs won. So there's that. The bad. They beat the Utah Jazz, who are one of the few teams that's trying to take harder. Yes. We can't beat the Utah Jazz. That's right. (laughs) Not when it matters. Now, right last night was a really good time to whoop them because it doesn't matter for shit. But going forward, we need to lose games to them. Right. Do you want good news about that? Yes. I watched both teams. There's no doubt about it. Utah has a much better roster, 1 through 12, than do the Spurs. Okay. They're going to be better than the Spurs. The only thing that might mitigate that, they have a rookie head coach. We have Coach Pop, who's really good at winning games. But I'm hoping, beyond hope, that our young guys are just not as good as Utah. I mean, Utah has some, like, good young talent. They have Colin Sexton. They have Jared Vanderbilt. They have Laurie Markinen. Like, that's pretty good. That's pretty much as good or better than what we've got. I think Utah is going to be better than we are for the so I think the Victor Wimby sweepstakes is looking pretty good for us. 
Well, and that's all we could hope for. You saw the article about the Spurs ties going back forever yeah. to Victor Wimbignana. We've been planting these seeds for a decade. This is really cool to know that, like, Tony Parker and Victor got to know each other when Victor was, like, an early teen, and Victor came to him for, you know, to, to make acquaintance, and Parker got to know him but was like, look, I'm going to let you grow up on your own time. And Victor's uh, head coach now with the Metropolitans studied under Coach Popovich for a certain amount of time. Like, he is groomed to be a spur. Yeah. The, this These seeds have been germinating. For they have. Time. They have. And, look, I don't know what you think about the ping pong balls, but I don't believe in them. Like, you could tell me it's random all you want, but when LeBron James goes to Cleveland, when Tim Duncan goes to San Antonio with a – an admiral who's on his last leg. Like, some of it just works out just a little too perfectly in the NBA. Dude, I want Victor. Victor in a Spurs uniform changes the next 15 years of our lives. Now, I got to give you the ugly. Okay. Okay? Jeremy Sochan, he, he ain't done shit this preseason. And I mean nothing. Nothing. I mean, I watched probably 24 minutes of game action last night. And I saw him do absolutely nothing on either end of the floor. God, I hope that wasn't a wasted pick. And he didn't even block a shot? I didn't see that he blocked a shot. I didn't check the box score, but I didn't see him block a shot. Um, he picked up a couple of trash rebounds and put him back in. Like, okay, that's great. But, you know, just about anybody in the league can do that. That's worrying me a little bit. Josh Primo needs to make the jump this season. I haven't seen that yet in the preseason. Any kind of major is advancement. he our starting point guard? No, he's not going to start, but he's going to come off the bench for sure. Our starting point guard is Trey Jones. Okay, like, and I don't know whether you think that's good or bad. It's a solid C plus. It is just what we want. It's a lot of lost games. Okay, because there's no way you're going to win a whole bunch of Trey Jones as your starting point guard. He's not bad. Right. He's not an atrocity, but he's a real good looking little uh, Italian player. I, is he Italian? No, if he was in the Italian league. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trey Jones sounds in no way Italian. But yes, he'd be a very good starter in the Italian league. Right. No, and the NBA point guard situation is such that, like, unless you are special, then you suck. Right. <laughs> I mean, you're either really special or you suck uh, by comparison. And we have a you suck kind of guy. But he's... He, he doesn't suck. He's just not all that good. So that's where I shake out on our Spurs preseason thing. And just be ready. I'm, I'm going to be the guy that calls it two months in advance for the article that is inevitably written about Jeremy Sochan is a project. We didn't expect him to be good yet. Don't worry about the fact that he looks like dog poop. Uh, that's the line every year with whoever we get. Uh, every single time. Because yeah. the Express News, you know, they just write what the Spurs tell them to write. Yeah. Are you wearing a penguin shirt today, Richard? Sure am, Jeff. I can't believe you can fit in one of those things. Well, I had them spray painted on. You did, because there's no way. Is that like 3X, 4X? Because penguin shirts run <laughs> real small. It's the biggest one you can buy legally in a store. <laughs> I mean, you're, even the penguin size on the shirt is like larger than any penguin on any penguin shirt I've ever seen. That's to cover my nipples up. It's like twice the size of Thank Cam you. Smith's. You're welcome. Of Cam Smith's um, penguin. Well, my mustache is better. I get a bigger penguin. Is it 3X? No. Is it 2X? It's just an X. It's just an X? Yeah. There's nothing about you that's really an extra large. No. No. 
It's probably your only extra just, large shirt. Just my personality. <laughs> That's it. Do you like the Cowboys' chances against the Eagles this weekend? Because I really don't. Okay, well, and we'll get into it. So, But uh, with the points, give me the points. No, I'm not giving you the points. I'm, I mean, this is just talking as a fan. That's a lot of points for a divisional game, too. Right. It sure is. Right. And we've talked about this. When you're in the division, you just play them different because you're fighting your brother. Is it at all surprising to you that somehow the NFC is the NFC East is as good as they are, sans the, the C-words? Well, it's still early, though. It is. Everyone's like, oh, it's, it's not. It's, it, we just got into October. We just hit the quarter pole, really. Right. right. So, but I was listening to some people that I think know what they're talking about. What do you do against a team with a really good pass rush? Because the Cowboys, the best thing they have is their defense. It's absolutely true. By and the far. pass rush is the best the, part of that defense. Right. So what do you do? You run the ball right at them. Yep. So Philadelphia's got a pretty good offensive line. Mm-hmm. And they got a pretty good running back. They oh, sure yep. do. They've been running the ball really good this year. And where have we gotten diced up? Yeah, it's right there, isn't it? And Quentin Botana plate is out. He's the kid from Kentucky that goes 6'5", 368. He's out for this weekend? Yeah, he's got a neck injury. Okay. And Jalen Hurts is a, a little bit mobile. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's kind of dangerous. I don't like the Cowboys' chances this week. You know, maybe we should just go for it. Let's bring in Richie the Macho Man. Did you bring your Ray-Bans? Oh, no. <laughs> Drop the ball, did you, Macho? Well, I'm going to prove to you that uh, it ain't no hocus pocus mambo jumbo that mambo time, mambo number nine, <laughs> macho man is on, whether he's in costume, out of costume. How'd you do this weekend, Mach? Um, I don't like to brag. I don't like to boast. Yes, you do. But I like warm butter on my breakfast toast. <laughs> I was 3-0, sucker. Which makes him 5-1 and one this season. That is really good, man. That's impressive. I mean, it kind of is. Who needs a gambling expert on this show when you got the Macho Man? You're welcome. All right, Macho Man. We're going to start this week in Kansas City. Ooh, I knew he's going to come at me. Bob and I were talking about this earlier. Biggest game of the weekend, man. And it is your Sunday afternoon late game. Well, not, not the evening game, but late afternoon, 3.30 start. They call it uh, Sunday's Game of America. No, it's not the football like weekend. No, it's not the night game. Anyway, Macho, it should I don't be though. The Cowboys Eagles are the night game. That's right, and we'll get to that. But we start in Kansas City, where the four and one Chiefs take on the four and one Buffalo Bills, and the Bills are a three point favorite on the road in Kansas City. Ooh, see, I didn't. I didn't know the the spread. That's I, why I gave it to you. <laughs> I have it at two and a half. It doesn't matter. I mean, three, two and a half, three. What's the diff? Uh, a field goal counts for three. Yeah. <laughs> two and a half counts for shit in one hand and wishing the other. <laughs> Tell me which one fills up first, Jeff. God damn it. I can't believe they put you on a show. What does it matter? That was kind of like when, when you said Jacksonville will go down is a really good win. What it, it, what it does see suckers do. It doesn't look good right on now. On Sunday. doesn't look yeah. good right now. We can lose to the Houston Texans. <laughs> That's a great team. All right, so who you got, Richie the Macho Man? I mean, th- look, this is an awesome game. Are they playing that Arrowhead? Yes, yep. dude. And Mahomes is getting three. Yeah, you have to double take at this. The Bills are favored in this game on the road, which means that at home, 
they would be favored by six, safe to say. More than nine. Uh, I, don't, I don't see how Vegas is coming up with this, but it's almost too good to be true. I mean, I want to take the Chiefs. You probably want to take the Chiefs. The whole world probably wants to take the Chiefs. Actually, on the way over, I was listening to old Colin. What's his name? Colin Cowherd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he said that everybody wants to take the Bills because they won by 38 points the last game. Who's gold? You're going to be in Kansas City, giving three to Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, go with him. I got to say you're right. I got to say you're right. There's no way I'm betting against the Chiefs at home, uh, especially coming off what was just kind of a mediocre performance from them on Sunday. Right. And Buffalo just had their best performance of the year. Yeah, they absolutely did. Are they going to keep that up? Look, I know that everybody is on the Josh Allen hype train, MVP, Bills to the Super Bowl, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, man, the Chiefs are no slouch. The way they're spreading the football around on offense, kind of patching it together on defense, I'm with you, Mach. I got the Chiefs. Chiefs with the points. Yep, Chiefs with points. And that line has moved. That line opened on the ninth at Chiefs minus one. Wow, that is so a lot of movement. So it's been that way. I wonder, I wonder if that's public money or sharp money. Ooh, we'll mm. get into that. All right. I would say that our second best game of the weekend, and I can't believe we're saying this, is the Giants at home for the Ravens. The Giants are 4-1, and one, the Ravens are 3-2, and two, but I think everybody feels like the Ravens are better than their record, that they're still a Super Bowl contender. You got Lamar Jackson on the road at the Giants. Do you want to try to guess this line, Macho? Two and a half. Which way? Ravens. Five and a half. Ravens, Ravens favored. Yeah, I know. All right, I like the Ravens to win, but not to cover. I know. I feel the same way. I'm right, I'm in that pocket. Right like, there. how does how do you disrespect Danny Dimes like that? Five and a half points on his home field. Well, he is kind of a douchebag. He is not very good. Okay, let's be. <laughs> That's honest. how you do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how the Giants. I mean, the Giants have no wide receivers. Nope. I don't know how they keep winning, frankly. But yeah, I'm with you. I'll take the Ravens in this to win but maybe not to cover. There it is. Yeah. And our marquee game of the week, of course, is your Cowboys-Eagles Sunday night affair. We already said it's a five-and-a-half-point spread. Eagles favored on their home field. Where are you at, Mach? You give me five-and-a-half points. You give me some whiskey. And crush. You give me crush. You give me that defense. Jones, Fossil Bones Jones, doing the special teams. <laughs> I got the Cowboys all day. And don't forget Calvin Pete as running back coach. Calvin Pete. <laughs> he hits that buttery fade shot. <laughs> then he hands it off to one of his lightning or thunder, sledgehammer or, or sword. sword. That's so cool. That is that is so football. We've already had our first coach firing, which is in no way surprising. How I mean, much did they pay that dude on the way out? Oh, who cares? Enough. He's happy, yeah, right? Yeah. Mike Tomlin's not going to get fired, even though the Steelers might be the worst team in the league, right? Yeah, they, I don't think they can. No. He's pretty cool. Tomlin's man. pretty good, man. Um, I, I, I don't think fair. you hold Tomlin responsible for where they are. I don't either. And if he got fired, do you think it'd be more or less than five minutes before Jerry Jones went and got him? Yeah. And the Steel- Steelers don't fire coaches. They period. don't. That's absolutely He's true. He's only their third coach. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> in the franchise's history. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. What else you got for me, boys? 
Oh, Richie just came back. Macho Man's stepped out. He's got an enlarged prostate. <laughs> see, you, see you later, Mach. Oh. Yeah, see, he's <laughs> at the door. <laughs> What's going on um, in golf? Well, I just read that Dustin Johnson has made... Had learned how to read. <laughs> Wait, give me give me two seconds to double check this. Nothing like dead air on a radio show. DJ has won thirty million dollars. Oh yeah, in six events on the Live Tour this year. So for wow. him, for him, that was absolutely the right choice. I would say so. Absolutely the right choice. And I think Abraham. I think for all of those guys that are over there, if you're just looking at it from their wallets outlook. They all made the right choice. Yeah. I mean, Abraham Answer last week made 750000 for his 10th place finish and 750000 for his team's first place finish, and that's $1.5 million and walking out the door. Paya. Yeah. It's not so bad for 54 holes. Mm-mm. Three days of work, if you want to look at it that way. But, but DJ, $30 million in six events, averaging obviously $5 million per. That's insane. So what we need to figure out, and I know we talked about it when we had our guy on, Mitch, the, the money that they're getting to come, is that just the spot and then the money that you win in the tournaments? We don't know that. that that's, I think that's a big question. It is. It is. It is. But we, don't, we just don't know, and they're probably not going to tell us anytime soon. Yeah. They have ways of not talking. Well, I'll tell you what. If the PGA Tour gives a damn about what's going on and they care about protecting their fields, the guy to protect is Tom Kim. Like, yeah. do not let that kid get away under any circumstances. You know, I don't know if you put him above Tiger Woods or above Jordan Spieth on that list of, like, must keep in America on the PGA Tour, well, but those two, he's up there. Those two have been the loudest part, most... Well, other than Rory. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. Right. But did Cam Smith go? Cam's gone. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I think that's problematic. I don't. Really? I don't think Cam Smith is that attractive to the act to well, the average golf. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying because he's snaggle toothed and has terrible facial hair and all of that. And a real I just, shitty mullet. I just don't think he has a lot of fans. Like he he doesn't attract fans like that. Tom Kim attracts fans, okay? People dig that kid. Obviously, he has multinational appeal. That certainly helps. But he's an energetic, enthusiastic player that, you know, you kind of can't take your eyes off of him because he's that good. Mm. I can't believe this. We've done college football. We did the NBA. We did the NFL. We did Major League Baseball. And we hit PGA Tour Golf. That's a hell of a show, boys and girls. We're touching on everything we know uh, just a little bit about. That's like you in your personal life. Yeah, just giving a little bit. <laughs> Not too much. Boys, I enjoyed it. We got another podcast coming up soon where we're going to get to talk some gambling, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah, it's going to be good. We're going to bring in a Vegas Sharp. Oh, so excited. Peace out, y'all. Hope you enjoy the week. Go Cowboys. Go Horns. Yes, sir. Go Spurs. Go somebody. Actually, don't go Spurs. Never mind. How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on, the groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh I said, the groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh It feel good, don't it? It feel good. Uh It feel good, cause you.
you know